Okay, so this makes much more sense uh, as a podcast. That is, uh, to explain a little, I needed to find a way to uh, make myself speak English and uh, improve my uh, speaking flow and speaking flow and uh, just you know develop an ability to to speak as much English as I can, uh, because that's. Or all, all I really want to is to uh, finally speak like a normal human being. Okay, finally speak like a normal human being. English is a language I want to speak as a since I was a child, and for some reason I just grew up watching a lot of movies. I guess, uh, but anyway, it's just something I want to develop. So I decided to start a. Uh, something regular that I will talk about movies because I have a watch list on IMDb long as hell with a lot of pretentious or some some which are kind of cool movies to go through that I just acquired over the years uh, and why the fuck not nobody's gonna watch this or hear this anyway so let's just do that uh, yeah so the first movie I s- want to talk about that I saw recently is Black Bear. It's a 2020 film uh, written and directed by, uh, I'm very organized as you can see. Uh, what was his name? Lawrence Michael something. There we go. Lawrence Michael Levine. Uh, and starring Aubrey Plaza, Christopher Abbott, and Sarah Gaydon. Now, the mo- the movie re- revolves, it's it mostly comes in two parts. Uh, in both parts, you have uh, this uh, sort of story that revolves around, around uh, characters. And that is a very generic description if I ever heard one. God damn. Well, it's about this uh, actress slash writer who uh, goes to a cabin to sort of close her, herself off from the world to, to go and try to experience some certain vibe that will, uh, how would you say, it, inspire her to write a movie. So she goes and does that. And the cabin that she goes to is run by a very dysfunctional couple and where the wife or girlfriend, I think they were married, is uh, with a baby. How do you say that? Pregnant. God damn it. Pregnant. Yeah. And very soon you realize that is, I mean, since the first time you, you see the wife slash girlfriend thing <laughs> you 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 get the feeling that uh, the relationship is just extremely toxic and they both hate each other they cannot stop uh, correcting each other on every single little thing and there's all this uh, tension unnecessary tension between them so soon enough uh, it devolves into the husband slash boyfriend kind of seduced by this actress and the wife slash girlfriend. Uh, you you, you kind of see her getting 
envious about the whole case. And that's exactly what happens. They have a huge fight, the boyfriend and the girlfriend, they have a huge, huge fight, and they go uh, to bed together, but then the boyfriend kind of wakes up and goes to sleep. With the, uh, the writer that came and the girlfriend uh, catches them uh, inside, uh, in the middle of the act, and they have a fight and the boyfriend kind of pushes the girlfriend by mistake she hits the floor and you know she there's all there's all this blood and they are worried that uh, it was some there was some damage done to the baby so the actress Aubrey Plaza character Aubrey Plaza's character they all go inside his car and they drive, try to drive to the hospital. And they see these bears on the road. They swerve and hit hit a tree. That's how the first part ends. The second part, it's there's a quite similar story, not exactly the same, but a similar story happening inside a movie set. Like pretty much everything we already saw, a certain version of it happening on a movie set, but there is this uh, another layer that's happening outside of it, where the director, uh, who was the wife's boyfriend in the earlier part, is this very, I would say, psychotic maybe. <laughs> uh, Director, where he plays all these mind games with the main actress, played by now Aubrey Plaza, and where he would make her feel as if he is cheating on her with the other actress, and like he would actually call her and be tell her indiscreetly that uh, we should uh, make ourselves uh, seem to her as if we're having an affair. And uh, that was that was his intention on pushing this actress, who's also his wife of seven years, you know, to the to the brink, to the brink, uh, to try give a better performance. And you, you can clearly see that the the wife, I mean Aubrey Plaza's character, doesn't enjoy that at all. It, it's not really clear where, whether it's not the first time or not. Maybe she she is used to it, but nevertheless, you see that she is suffering. Like she absolutely hates him and destroys him. And at times, she gets completely wasted, and it, especially during the 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 end of the first segment, she gets completely completely annihilated with alcohol, and they find her and bring her to set. But it it kind of played well together because at the end. She's also drinking inside the scene. So that was kind of lucky, I guess. Anyway, they do that. And then she has a breakout about uh, uh, yelling at the actress in the scene that she should leave her husband alone, that it's, it's her husband, which is uh, also, as as far as she knows, very parallel to... to um, 
to her personal life happening right now that the director, who is her husband, she, sus she suspects the actress that she's speaking to that they both having an affair. So it's this twisted psychological uh, mind game that they're in. So even without, uh, you know, uh, talking about the end, uh, which was left quite uh, to the viewers' inter interpolation. Uh, just that, it seems like it would be quite a fun project to work on because there is so much focus. It's so dense, you know, acting-wise. It's so dense with its drama, and it's just a great exercise in acting and perhaps in writing. Not that gifted of a writer myself, but I would think so. Uh, and yeah, it just there's. It seems like it would be a really fun project to work on. In terms of a movie, uh, again, I would say the acting. The acting, for the most part, felt a bit uh, theatrical. Like, like okay, I, I would. I my biggest dream is to be a working actor, and I know that. that I wouldn't be able to perform, you know, uh, as, like half of what of what what they have done. But at times, at times, it felt like a performance art. Like it's a uh, the act, like it's an acting course, and that it's the sort of acting you would see on an acting, you know, uh, course. I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway. So for, for the main part, the acting felt a bit like it was taken straight out of a acting course or acting exercises you would find, you know, as an acting student, I would assume. And not, not to say it was bad, but it did felt a bit like, uh, uh, like an acting exercise more than real, at least to me. Uh, it's hard to explain because I really don't want to give the impression that it felt like unbelievable or bad. It just it felt a bit like a play to me like of course there are certain moments like from everyone's uh, performance that were extremely real uh, the main one being obviously the freak out at the end by Opry plaza uh, it felt extremely real nothing was staged and it was very like uh, it was quite impressive even more so because you, you would see her just being in that state and then, then only they would yell out action and she would go completely nuts almost out of nowhere and it would hit it wouldn't well it didn't felt unnatural and for me at least it was it was very impressive to see like she actually freaked out and she started crying and and, and uh, she had all this meltdown and you know, hugging herself on the floor, it was quite believable. That's that's extremely taxing, extremely taxing thing to do. It, it's like, unless you, you try and do that, 
unless you actually go and try and uh, have some experience in acting yeah it's you only then you will understand how taxing and holy shit it can be um which is also uh i would say amplified by the fact that she didn't really prepare for this scene as much as i understood watching a a interview with the director on youtube like uh, they were heading to do a different scene in the car with all the actors and while they were on the road to that scene, they got she I think she got a call saying that the scene was changed and they need to do this scene, this freak out scene and now and she really freaked out, Aubrey that is. And but as she herself explained it, she said that the it's such a you know big scene that there isn't really a way to prepare for it either way. So it was uh, at the end of the day it was uh, not that bad just to fall into it you know i mean yeah if you think about it how would you prepare for such an enormous enormously taxing scene like, god damn that would be that would be a nightmare i think <laughs> for every actor yeah yeah in terms of like uh, my enjoyment i quite enjoyed the movie a lot because uh, I don't know I just like movie in tiny spaces if they are written well just it allows for more drama to happen and basically like every movie you would have like a story with drama parts in it but with this type of types of movies you just let go of all of that you, you let go of the long narrative multiple places and just focus merely on the drama part and trying to get as much drama as dense as possible without it being really exhausting for the for the uh, audience it almost felt like a short movie if it wasn't like a whole ass movie and uh, but it om almost felt short in that maybe because it was split two ways but uh, it's not like a whole a narrative when you start with something and end with something else it's just a sort of idea that's thrown around and played with and so it's not a regular movie per se and at the end when you would see Aubrey uh, come back from the lake exactly what you've seen at the beginning and she comes back and she starts to write the story and then she looks at the camera and at first I didn't understand like at all what was that supposed to be and I, I get really frustrated frustrated when that happens to me and instead of thinking a little bit I just choose to get frustrated and blame the movie and that's not to say like there isn't a criticism to be had I mean I guess a lot of people don't really appreciate those movies not because they don't want to think about them people just I don't know uh, I guess it's a matter of taste, you know, some people just prefer their movies to like show me something, entertain me for a little bit and that's it, let me pass the time. People don't really, uh, not all people look to to look beyond the movie and think about it when it's, it is over. Um, but uh, I don't know, I quite liked it. 
I would say, think so, especially uh, watching some interviews later and understanding that one of the possibilities which I really liked is that this is just all what's happening in the writer's head, in Aubrey Plaza's head. So in that case, it is quite a you know innovative, uh, very creative idea to show like a writer processes, like a writer's and uh, what's going on in the writer's head, uh, how he would think about, about all these kind of scenarios. Uh, it's quite creative. It was done under a very large, very uh, uh, big constraints. Like they would have blackouts at the house. They didn't have enough time, enough money. The food was terrible, as the director pointed out in the mentioned in the interview I mentioned earlier. So it was quite a fit because you wouldn't really feel all that constraints on the film. I mean, of course, you know, you don't have a lot of places in the film, but it, it doesn't necessarily feel like it isn't on purpose. I think that that's the key. If you're making a short film and you have a bunch of money, the key is to, is to eliminate at least the, the, the idea of, or, uh, um, Try not to show it. Try not to show that it's it's intentional. Try not to bring attention to the fact. I think that would I think that makes sense the most. Uh, like okay, shoot it in one room, but don't 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 make it seem like you're shooting in one room because you don't have a lot of money. Make it make a reason why you're doing that. You know, like the cube movies, you know, the the horror movies uh, titled Cube. Uh, I think they were done like, like 20 years ago, uh, which are quite innovative and good. And you have this great explanation by why uh, most of the movie happens in one room. And those kind of movie works. And I think with this one as well, um, it's just, it's just it's a great explanation it's a great topic it's a great uh, overall uh, acting some cheesy political uh, debate in the middle but that's that's part of the course you know you you, you would definitely meet this type of people you know uh, there isn't like a single line that is fed to the audience to believe in and there is no like nobody uh, trying to uh, propagate certain idea too hard just like they make use of politics but in a very um i would say basic and uh, just fun way i would say so like they 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 not trying to prove a certain political idea. That, that, that's what I'm trying to say. They just make use of certain ideas that uh, some people may have. Um, and yeah, it's quite innovative. It's, it's a creative idea to to look at a writer's process. Uh, again, it really feels like a short movie. Like he doesn't 
quite few. It's, it feels like a long, short movie to me, at least. Um, so yeah, overall, I would give it an seven out of ten. It's closer to an eight than a six, but I'd probably won't see it again. Uh, yeah. I wonder if I will like succeed and have the ability to actually work with directors and th this stupid exercise I'm doing merely to improve my English will come and bite me, come back and bite me in the ass and I would like lose an actual good acting gig because of this shit. In that case, no, I absolutely loved it. I would love every... Actually, I don't need to lie. Yeah, I would definitely like act in something like this. Like, are you kidding me? It seems so much fun. Yeah. Plus, like as I started to understand, I have to start adding because it's fun, not because I'm gonna see success in it. Because getting my all my hopes up for success would just leave me on the wrong path. Path, and it's not like. You need to be a natural to enjoy life. There is more to life than that. So I don't think it's very healthy. That said, I know I enjoy acting a lot. And I really, really, really hope I would be able to, to continue doing that, uh, whatever format it may be. And so yeah, this was the first episode of my um, reviews. I really think that the podcast format would be suited the most because i wouldn't need to worry about my appearance every goddamn much every goddamn time like a like it's this ah i don't know i don't know what what, what would you call it uh, anyway it just allows me to to sit on my set and try to explain myself as best as i can and not to, to worry about what people like uh, might say hmm yeah, so there is that. <clears throat>